0: Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. This episode. Oh, well, first, I feel like I should jump in and just uh, call attention to some major news that has happened in the past couple weeks. Sure, I think just week, actually. I'm not sure if you know because you're not on social media that much.
1: I know the news because I heard the first word that you just said. I do indeed know this news. Good. We shouldn't be smiling. It's not good news. I think I'm smiling because it means that Justice will be, like, served swiftly, I'm hoping.
0: We hope. We hope. Yeah. That's Um, the
1: only reason I'm smiling is because answers.
0: Yes. So they found um, remains on uh, Chad Daybell's property, Lori Vallow's husband, and they've arrested him. And they just confirmed today that it is both of the children. So they knew a few days ago that it was one of them, but now they know for sure that it's both of them.
1: Is that all that they've confirmed, finding just two the remains of two people? We haven't found anyone else?
0: Well, there's no one else that's missing. There's plenty of people that have gone dead, but I don't think there's anyone else that's gone missing that we know of. But you never know. Yeah. There are lots more zombies they had to kill. So,
1: Um, The date approaches, by the way.
0: Yeah, the date approaches, and the world keeps getting more and more, like, it could really happen on July 22nd. So it would be right—it would— that tracks right on track with what 2020 has been.
1: So she's she's not sweating it.
0: No, she knows what's happening. She's laughing at all of us. She's laughing at poor April in Hawaii, the hot mom, who was like, no, hard pass. I don't want to be one of those people. Now
1: she's like... so. This is the first time that Chad Daybell has been arrested, correct? Or was... Yeah,
0: he's been sitting pretty for all of this.
1: Right. So how did, did they get a search warrant to go on his property? Or did they have like valuable information from someone? I
0: feel like they got info from someone. I don't know who. Because everyone seems to be under their spell still.
1: I feel like it might have been that husband. That turncoat husband.
0: Of the niece.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. The
0: one who she wore a wire or, the one he said he forgave her. He never really forgave
1: her. Exactly. Doing
0: a double cross.
1: Yeah, I think he double. I do. The more that I think about that interview, I want to go back and watch it again. The more I'm a little bit convinced that he was, in fact, still working for the FBI when he interviewed with Dateline and they told him to do it. They're like, no, you got to keep things as normal as possible.
0: I love that. That's exciting.
1: You think that might be it?
0: I do. I think so, too. I think that's that makes the most sense.
1: I'm I'm not, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry to smile about them finding, I think we all knew that the children were.
0: Well, I thought I did, but I'm the most jaded person, apparently, because everyone on Twitter was like, oh my gosh, no, I didn't think this would happen. And I was like, I thought we had all accepted, like, that there was, I mean, it was such a pipe dream. To, I feel bad, but people really were thinking they were, like, in a bunker somewhere.
1: No. And that was
0: just, no one was bringing food to them or anything, like... It just didn't really make sense, especially with the storage unit footage. When they
1: weren't in the storage unit, when they didn't find them in the storage unit, I'm like, they're gone. But I am really, really happy for their grandparents because they were so worried. And like now at least maybe they can have some peace. And now they can just throw the book at Chad and Lori, just everything at them.
0: And they're just going to
1: dodge that
0: like the matrix and then the aliens are going to take them up
1: they just have to bide their time until sorry there are like firecrackers or gunshots or something happening i hope it's
0: firecrackers
1: would i be the person on dateline to be able to tell the difference we don't know
0: well there are some gunshots here in this episode should we get to
1: it i can't wait have you been saving this episode
0: i've wanted to do this episode for a long time
1: i've heard the name before
0: I've I probably have mentioned it because
1: mm-hmm.
0: I remember watching the first episode a lot. I've seen the first episode several times mm-hmm. and totally thought one way and then like then there was an another part and I was like, What? So that I have guess I have been watching Dateline for a long time because I think the first one was on a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So this episode is called The Man Who Knew Too Much, which is also an Alfred Hitchcock movie. K
1: okay, Sarah Sarah
0: Whatever will be, will be. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, that's the Doris Day one.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, I like that one. Mm -hmm. Um, So this was season 25, episode 8, November. That's the right month. Mm -hmm. November 11th, 2016. So we're going to go to Antelope Valley. I don't know much about it. It's in California.
1: I do. It's about an hour and a half north of us. Or I don't know if north is the right direction. It's an hour and a half away from us by, you know, Santa Clarita. Okay.
0: So this took place in uh, 2000. Mm -hmm. Michelle O'Keefe, a college student, was driving down to L.A. from Antelope Valley to be in a Kid Rock video. Now, I was just going to say nothing good happens at a Kid Rock video shoot. I think everything is just very sticky and you don't know why. And you don't want to know why.
1: Really good. That is some excellent thinking. I think you're exactly right. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Uh, she left her bright blue Mustang. The first episode is called The Girl with the Blue Mustang.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: P.S. Um, So you might have seen it. She left her bright blue Mustang at a park and ride and her friend drove them down to the video shoot. Mm-hmm. Now, as Keith says, this is hosted by Keith, by the way. I don't think I said that. Everything Dateline thought they knew about their first episode on this case, the girl with the blue Mustang, was wrong. Wow. Dateline was wrong. Dateline is saying they were wrong. Everything, everybody was wrong. What kind of world is this?
1: Good for them to be able to admit it. I'm proud of Dateline for taking that step. Good job, Dateline. Dateline's
0: never wrong, except the moan. The moan is wrong.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I've been doing some... Or is it so right?
0: I've been doing some tweeting about the moan and gotten a lot of people on board, including Josh Mankowitz, who <laughs> admitted that he had no idea what I was talking about until I played him the clip of the moan at the beginning. Oh, yeah! and he said, I legitimately have never heard it until that
1: point. <laughs> You're just ruining lives all over the world. You <laughs> Everyone know Everyone right? is like,
0: now I can never unhear yeah, it. Yeah,
1: everyone's mad at you. Why are you doing this? But
0: there's lots of speculation about who it is. Some people think it was Dennis. He surprised them all. They couldn't get a good take from anybody. And then it was Dennis. So I did a poll and I'm still waiting for the results. But it was if you think it's sexy and you're feeling weird about it, or if you think it's sexy, but you're into it, or if you don't think it's sexy and you think that I'm a perv, Or if you've never noticed it and you don't even know what I'm talking about. So far, that last one is winning. But I think by drawing attention to it, it's going to blow the whole thing out of the water.
1: I don't want it to be changed. I think that's why I'm choosing to ignore it because I'm OK with it as is. I don't want I don't I'm fine with that.
0: Oh, yeah. OK,
1: every Uh, time.
0: So the girls, Michelle and her friend were all dressed all sexy for the shoot Mm-hmm. The shoot ran late. Keith says, don't they always? And I know he meant shoots in general, but it sort of sounded like he had been to many a Kid Rock video shoot. And I
1: have questions. I didn't take it like that, but I I see. I see how you could have. <laughs> yes. OK. I was like, Keith, oh, you just mean shoots in general. I see.
0: <laughs> so Michelle was going to change back into her regular clothes in the car in the parking lot. It was dark. It was 9.30 when they got back to the parking lot. The friend drove away thinking that she saw Michelle drive off too behind her. But Michelle was not, did not drive off. Michelle was shot and was dead. So a homicide detective was woken up somewhere across the valley. And he was mad because it was so far away and in the middle of the night. And he said it was like the dark side of the moon. There was a gash on her forehead and several gunshots her purse was taken, but her cell phone was gone. I have a big question about that, and that's never addressed. Where is the cell phone? Ooh. Back at home, her mom knew something was wrong. The police came and told them and her 12-year-old brother. It's horrible. It's very, very sad. It's precious moments. No weapon, no fingerprints. Did they trace her phone? We don't know. Mm. Was her phone on? Still. Unclear. Mm. That would have solved a, a lot of things.
1: How far did they look for the phone?
0: Great question. So this case would take 10 years of the detective's life, and a simple case of insomnia would change everything. Now, I'm embarrassed to say it took me a really long time to figure out what Keith was talking about, because when you finally get to the insomnia, it's not clear that it's insomnia.
1: I think we're also like over an hour in by the time we get to insomnia. So I don't, I'm don't. i not even going to remember it. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: So... Michelle's new blue Mustang was kind of a coffin for Michelle.
1: Oh, ooh. very dark Keith. That's real. I know we're
0: talking about murder, but take it down a notch.
1: Oh, that was hard for me.
0: She was a star student, a cheerleader. She was religious. She was a good big sister, but she had been having a premonition that she wasn't going to live much longer. She knew too much. Oh, but also what do you say when your teenage daughter tells you that? That's horrible.
1: Uh, we've had this multiple times and the parents never seem to take it seriously believe that it's real that
0: boy who had fought it and then he died
1: at like and then he died
0: and he died young
1: it's not great mm-hmm. so
0: there was a security guard in the lot ray jennings
1: he's remember that name
0: katie's <laughs> making a face i'm very curious to hear what she thinks about i'm ray not Jimenez. making
1: a face i'm just saying remember that name
0: i'm still very curious to hear what you think So he was cordial to the police. He didn't seem nervous. He said he didn't see anybody leaving. He was the father of three and a National Guardsman. Mm -hmm. He had just started working there in the uh, parking lot, park and ride as an unarmed guard. He heard a car alarm go off and heard a gunshot. He took cover behind his car, which I think you're supposed to do.
1: Mm -hmm. If you're an unarmed guard. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do.
0: So the Mustang, he saw the Mustang started rolling back Mm -hmm. and then he heard two more shots and he radioed for help. And then the Mustang rolled all the way back into like a planter where it stopped. He didn't see anyone running away. When his supervisor came like 15 minutes later, she said, let's go look. And he said, no, let's wait for the police. That I found a little weird.
1: That he didn't want to go look? Yeah, yeah. I was of two minds about it. I kind of get it. But I think it's I, for me, I was like, ah, oh, different strokes. I probably would have gone and looked. If I
0: was a National Guardsman.
1: Well, yeah, to see if you can help someone, right? What if somebody is in immediate danger and needs help right then and CPR could save their life?
0: But he wanted to wait. And the supervisor basically forces him to go <laughs> look, which I thought was funny. That's and cute I feel that like you
1: don't want to look, but we're looking.
0: We're looking, I kind yep. I don't know if she's kind of a hard supervisor to have. Like, I feel like her name is Marge or something.
1: Oh, okay. She,
0: she might be hard on Ray.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. I Anyways, don't know. Anyways,
0: I put way too much stock in her. She's no, she's no longer in the episode.
1: No, she's not. But I also feel like, uh, Um. I don't know, maybe he didn't trust his supervisor because it seemed odd that he would not want to go. I guess. Home. I
0: mean, maybe ne- neither of them are armed, so I guess he probably did the right thing, but still.
1: And probably part of his training is you don't go until the police are there because you don't want to get blamed for anything. Oh, wait.
0: So they go and they see Michelle's body. He says he didn't approach. He just observed. Mm -hmm. But then Keith says, how close were you? And he says, about as close as you and I are. And if history tells us anything, they're sitting far too close.
1: They're close enough that you can definitely... His point was, I could see everything, right? Right. We Mm -hmm. were close. Yeah.
0: Um, The detectives bring the friend Jennifer, the friend that dropped Michelle off to the parking lot to help him out. They show her the car and she says, well, that's not where we were parked. We parked under a light post for safety, which was very good, smart. And then we get some animation, which we haven't seen in a while. And it was there for like, 10 seconds and it was gone. The intern, Derek, he did it. He made it happen. I thought it was very helpful. Okay. I I, I could have, I didn't need it to understand where the cars were parked, but I, it was appreciated nonetheless.
1: Generally, it's never needed, but it, he needs a job, Kimberly. There's he. We all need jobs.
0: So. He can only do so many coffee runs. So the car was parked under a light post. But when they got back to the car, Michelle drove away and she saw Michelle backing out of her spot. So she thought Michelle was driving away, too. But mm-hmm. Michelle was mar- moving her car to a darker spot so she could change clothes. So she pulled her car in between another car and a van. No, no. OK. No, no, Michelle. No vans in dark parking lots.
1: Yeah. Not not ever, girl. Not never ever. park
0: next to them.
1: OK. So this is my question. How? How? full was that parking lot?
0: By then it was much more
1: empty. So she could have moved to like just a place where there were no cars, even if it was lit. So Here's, that...
0: how much are we trusting in Derek's animation? Because Derek's animation gave us the opinion that there were lots of empty spots, but he could have just been doing that. So the eye is focused on the spots that matter
1: to the story. I'm so sorry. We're not I'm not thinking about Derek's animation at all. The, min- the minute after I saw it it left my brain and I barely remember what it looked like. I'm thinking only of the That's actual That's not what
0: Derek wants to hear because he thought it would leave an impact to people.
1: Derek, I can't hire you. I have no jobs for you at all. So I'm not important to you. So He okay. still
0: wanted to touch you as the viewer.
1: No, I'm sorry, Derek. Um I think you're great. Congratulations on your 27th birthday. So I think what from what I saw from the actual footage that they show of that night, like when they're showing, it didn't seem. But then again, this is hours later, right? Well, it's right. not.
0: When the cops came, it was like an hour or two later.
1: But that still doesn't mean that cars are like leaving and stuff. I, I still know there was an initial officer there when the detectives got there and they started to film. I guarantee you it was it, it took a little time. But there was probably an officer there fairly quickly. Yeah. That's is my guess because they wouldn't be letting cars leave the parking lot without talking to them. You know, they'd be talking to every single car. I would hope. Yeah, definitely. If there's a murder, yeah. So my thought was, why didn't she just go to a part of a lit part of the parking lot, but where there were no other cars, so that I mean, then no one would see you. Period. Right? No one I would see. I think the you.
0: light which sh- maybe shine in and she, that's okay. She thought wrongly that that would be less.
1: Mm. I'm more trying to get into her mindset. But
0: we don't get to hear how packed the parking lot was. No, they, we and don't. And that would have been
1: useful to know. And maybe she felt safer between cars. Maybe that was something that was While like... She,
0: her modesty, she felt more protected.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Whereas I would feel more exposed yes, if I felt I like too. people were in the two cars next to me. Yeah, but
0: I would go to the farthest end of the parking lot.
1: But so, and let me see, let me make sure I have the, my timing right. She's pulling into her the spot, not even getting a chance to put the parking brake on?
0: I don't think, yes, I think it could have been that fast. I'm not sure, though. They do say when Jennifer was pulling out, she didn't hear gunshots. But that could have been Keith being dramatic. And it could have happened like five minutes later. And perhaps the parking brake came loose in the street. There was a struggle because she had a scratch on her forehead. It's not totally clear. We really don't know exactly what happened.
1: But the two cars that were on either side of her when her car rolled back, were they still there when the cops got there? The van and the other car? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Was there someone in the van?
0: No. Surprisingly, no pervert in the van or uh, no van lifer. Me. Who owned the van? Kim from People Are Wild lives in a van.
1: But I feel like we should have looked closer into the person that was in the van, who owned the van and see if they had any friends that were also like questionable.
0: Of course, it could be just a minivan and a mom lived in it. It didn't look
1: like a minivan.
0: It didn't. It looked like a creepy van.
1: Right. Okay. I'm just saying let's not discount.
0: No, but they said there no one left like the Ray Jennings saw no one leave. So then it does make sense that maybe the person is
1: still there. Hiding underneath the van. Uh, underneath the van. A thing. la Cape Fear. Hello. Oh. Have we not learned anything? Up underneath there, holding on.
0: Oh. Not on the pavement, but gripping underneath gripping
1: the up underneath the car. The
0: whole time the cops are there. Yes. Four hours gripping. Yes. Okay. No, it what out. was
1: what was his point? We don't know. Why would you shoot someone and then hide under a car? Would I don't know.
0: Yeah, let's we're gonna circle back to that, put a pin in it. We're gonna come back Man. to it.
1: It doesn't work. It's okay. I tried. All right, keep going.
0: So the reason why the, her changing spots is important is that Ray Jennings had said that when he had been doing his walkabout of the parking lot earlier, that the blue car had always been in that spot between the van and the other car, that it was never under a bright So as Keith says, someone is either lying or mistaken. What do you think? I think he's just not that great at his job. I don't think he memorized where every car was.
1: They literally tell us at the beginning of this that what he had been doing was just sitting in his car waiting for the next shift to start. I guarantee you he's sitting in his car blaring Kid Rock or I don't know whoever at the Mm -hmm. time. He's sitting in his car. Kid Rock year apparently. Mm -hmm. Just like waiting for the next guy to show up so he can go home.
0: Yeah, I don't think he was on edge thinking something was gonna happen. I'm gonna have to remember where every car was.
1: Yeah, what's gonna go down? I in the don't park think that
0: Jennifer is making the mistake. I think she probably remembers that they parked under a
1: light for safety. Why would you remember that if you're parking there in the daytime?
0: Because you knew it was gonna be you were coming back in the nighttime.
1: Well then they're better people. She's smarter than I am because I that would never occur to me. No,
0: Katie, you would remember it because you came back in the nighttime. Mm.
1: And the cars were off in the night and the cars were under the light, under right. the
0: light. So okay. I think that I believe her more than him. But I don't necessarily think he was lying. I think he just is mistaken.
1: Correct. I think I think his memory is just wrong.
0: Yeah. So three days later, Ray quits. He goes to get his paycheck and he has to turn in his uniform. The police take his uniform and they test it. It's dirty, they point out, which I want to know, like, what dirt? Like, did it smell
1: like yeah. Like he was hiding under a car?
0: (laughs) All over it.
1: A la Cape Fear?
0: On his stomach, just on the stomach area. Nothing on the back of the bottom. Yeah. Um, So it's dirty, but it had no gunshot residue and no blood on it. But he had had it for like three days. So as the weather warmed, the case went cold. Speaking of weather warming. Yes. It's been hot here. Hot as the sun. And I've been miserable. Aw. Usually I have to sleep in my living room by the wall unit on my couch because it's too hot in the bedroom. But not now because (gasps) I have sheets and giggles. Sheets.
1: They're the best.
0: Sheets and giggles. 100% eucalyptus sheets are softer, more breathable, and more sustainable than both cotton and bamboo. They are cuddly and cozy in the winter and cool and breezy in the summer. I don't understand the technology. I don't know how that happens, but they are soft and smooth all year round. They also have a new comforter that is made from eucalyptus and recycled polyester from recycled water bottles. How cool is that?
1: Which sounds crazy, but is so nice. So nice. So nice. And I'm not a comforter gal, and I'm into this comforter.
0: You're not. Yeah, you've always said that.
1: I'm not. I'm a soft, fuzzy blanket gal, but now... I've been sleeping with the comforter one because Oliver's a comforter guy, apparently, and he loves it, and I like it. So there you go.
0: Besides having the funniest name of any company ever. Sheets and Giggles cares about the environment. The production of their fabric uses up to 96% less water and 30% less energy, and it uses zero pesticides or insecticides, and their packaging is 100% plastic-free. Also, for every order, they plant a baby tree in the U.S. to fight deforestation, and baby trees are almost as cute as baby goats. They're just adorable.
1: Get your giggles on. Go to
0: sheetsgiggles.com. Use the promo code DATE for 10% off the best sleep of your life. The website is Sheets Giggles. And yeah, it's not sheets and giggles. It's Sheets Giggles. Got it. And use the promo code DATE for 10% off the best night of your
1: life. They're well worth it. Go check them out, guys. They're a great company. And the sheets are unbelievable. Get it? We
0: yeah, no, I got it. That's why I left. I liked it. Thank you. Sheets and Giggles. We are so excited. You guys are awesome. So here's someone who is also awesome. A new mm-hmm. witness. There's that's a segue for you.
1: Yeah, that was great.
0: A woman who was arrested on juvenile charges named Victoria Richardson.
1: So is she a woman or is she a juvenile?
0: Yeah, it was a little confusing. She did not look like a juvenile. I think she was arrested on juvenile charges, which I don't know what that means.
1: Was she with a juvenile? Yeah, maybe. Or <laughs> maybe juvenile charges. she did charges... something
0: to a juvenile.
1: Do juvenile charges just mean lesser charges, like small charges? Oh,
0: you're so juvenile. Yeah,
1: that's... Like that? Yeah, like they're not that important.
0: You're so sophomoric. I
1: um, don't... Yeah, Well, it's sophomoric charges?
0: <laughs> no, I honestly, I feel it really dumb that I don't know. Um, But I know from the photo of her, she did not look like a juvenile.
1: Like maybe she was just in hard living 15. But you know
0: what? What we learn. Yeah, I think it was hard living because what we learn later makes me think she was a juvenile. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe. So let's say juvenile. I'm sure. Let's call her a woman juvenile.
1: Let's put a pin in that and we'll come back, circle back around to her later.
0: I'm also going to call myself a juvenile woman. So she says she was there that night. She heard gunshots and saw a car drive by leaving. So who is that car? Well, she also said moments before the shooting, she saw the security guard walk by. mm -hmm. She even talked to him right after and said, what happened? Was there a shooting? And he said, oh, I don't know, or something like that. He never told the police that he talked to anybody. She said she saw a two door Toyota drive by. Who is mm -hmm. that person? So the detective goes to Jennings and says, I, why didn't you tell us about this girl, Victoria, this juvenile woman? And he said, oh, the juvenile woman. I called her a woman juvenile. That's why I'm confused. And I forgot to tell you. Um, no, he said that the way they phrased the question was weird. Like they said, did you see anyone leave immediately after the gunshots? And he said, no, not thinking of Victoria because she left like five or ten minutes later.
1: But he's also probably assuming that they talked to Victoria. And so I don't know
0: if they were there within five or 10 minutes. They weren't. They might not have been there because the supervisor took like 15 minutes to get there. Good point. And maybe I don't even know if he called 911 or if he just called the supervisor.
1: Dude, why did you let Victoria leave? Great question. Ray. Ray, don't let Victoria leave because Victoria was around for this event. So she needs to stay.
0: Yeah. So that's weird. The detective is very suspicious. He asked Jennings to submit to a interview and Jennings agrees. He didn't ask for a lawyer. He's trying to be really helpful. You can still have a lawyer and be helpful. Just want to point that out. Then we see his interrogation room footage, which is so grainy, but it is 20 years old, but it's like one of the grainiest I've seen in a really long time. It is. He said his view was blocked by a van. Another van. He said he couldn't see in the car because her car was behind the van in between the van and the other car. So he was on the other side of the van, so he couldn't
1: see the blue Mustang. At any point, like when he's in his car waiting for his shift to end? He saw it roll out. Roll out, but he- Roll out. But he didn't see it before then. Okay, I understand.
0: So when he approached the body, he saw a gunshot close uh, to her in her chest, and he said, well, that shot looked like it was close range to me, which is like, they were like, how would you possibly know
1: that? How would he not know that?
0: I mean, he was a National Guardsman.
1: Also, even if he's into like true crime or detective shows, you know the difference between someone being shot from a distance and someone being shot close range, which is a lot more damage.
0: I guess the hole would be bigger.
1: Yeah, it would be a lot different damage from being close up to being shot far away.
0: I'm, I don't know if I would know.
1: Uh, I would be surprised that someone who had trained with weapons would not know right. that. Right, right. They would know that
0: yeah, and then he said there was a bullet like that he thought had hit the pavement, and hmm. he thought the killer accidentally shot the ground before approaching Michelle, which I found hilarious because what killer is walking towards a car and then accidentally shoots the like almost shoot themselves in the foot?
1: A juvenile there, there was you a go. juvenile killer. mm-hmm. I need to talk to Victoria. Someone
0: very clumsy and or on drugs. Or And
1: or a youngster. Uh-huh. Yeah. A gawky bag of wieners teenager.
0: Or Amelia Bedelia.
1: Any, but should not have a gun out there in the park and lock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, go Did on. you say
0: park and lock?
1: Yeah. What's it called? Park and ride. Park and ride.
0: <laughs> park and lock. Well, you do lock your car when you leave it, but that makes me think you're saying pop and lock.
1: It also sounds like park and lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a play on park and lot.
0: Park and lock. and lock, is- lock. Like doing the lock in, robot. Lock
1: in, Yeah. Yeah. No, mm-mm, that's um,
0: something else. So he uh, is making all these assumptions. He was in the National Guard. He says he was just guessing. They think it's weird. Then he says her hand was shaking when he finally saw her body and he saw a slight pulse in her neck. But he didn't try to save her, but she was maybe alive. I don't know, totally understand that. What the supervisor obviously did not see either of those things. It had been 15 minutes. They think she would have bled out way faster than that. Do the bo- Does the body um, do weird tremors or something after?
1: Sometimes. Absolutely. The body does crazy stuff. But what did you think when you heard him saying all this?
0: I thought he imagined it. Oh, okay. Or... He was trying to make the story sound more dramatic for some reason.
1: That's what I thought. I was like, is he trying to impress the cops when he said that? Because I was like, are you trying to make it? I was one of the last people to see her. Like, what are you doing? Right. Because who says that? Who does like the trembling hand is something you see in a movie.
0: Well, we had that one date line where the person person who killed them said they were dead already when they found them. And then later they said they were still alive gasping for breath. And then they said they were actually still alive and said, like, please help me or something. Yeah, that's true. So that also makes me very suspicious.
1: But in his interrogation, in the way that he's talking, doesn't he kind of seem like I could have been a cop kind of talking like I? Yeah,
0: I could have done this. Yeah. Right. Maybe he wanted to pursue a career in force.
1: He is a security officer. This is not a far step. Maybe he also knows that, like, cops look down on security officers.
0: Mm.
1: he's not like allowed they to carry a like gun. a mall cop like a wannabe
0: that could be too they he had he has paul blart syndrome that's what they call that it's in like Napoleon complex did i say Neapolitan?
1: yeah are you trying like to the say, ice cream yeah are you trying to say like Na- neapolitan
0: neapolitan yeah i was trying to say like if if napoleon favorite dessert was Neapolitan.
1: So do they give him a neopolygraph test or? No. So
0: they give him a polygraph test.
1: You're welcome for that one. That was free. (laughs) Yeah. I won't charge for that one. (laughs)
0: Thank you. And um, (laughs) he, he fails the polygraph. He also gives them a theory about why she was killed. He said she looked like a prostitute to him. She was dressed like a prostitute. That's unfair, sir. You are making some unfair assumptions. And when you assume... You make an A of both of
1: us. Also, did you tell him about the Kid Rock concert? Because that will explain everything. Because even Keith says that they had to dress like club girls. They had to dress like a sexy club goer. It was the call sheet. Sexy club goer, a.k.a. tube top. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. A.k.a. might be mistaken for a prostitute. That's what Kid Rock wants. That's how you get picked to be on camera.
1: Yeah. I was an extra. The more you look like a prostitute. (laughs) I was
0: an extra. I know.
1: Were you an extra in a Kid Rock video? No, I was not. How many times? Don't lie to the people. Bryce. Tell us the truth.
0: Never made it on camera. Oh. Um, so.
1: I, I refuse to take off my cardigan.
0: Okay. <laughs> so they were like, ma'am, those sweats are not exactly the look we're going for. Sweats are sexy. Have you seen Kim Kardashian? <laughs> okay. Those were not that kind of sweats, though. They were like Hanes. Oh. I know
1: (laughs) I was wearing my Hanes, my best Hanes,
0: my best Hanes, um, with only a small hole in the crotch that can easily be sewn up. It wasn't the ones that are completely destroyed. So, yeah. Um, so he fails the polygraph. He's making suggestions. He thought, yeah. So he thought someone was trying to hire her as a prostitute, but the deal went bad, he said real quick. the hack, like they were haggling over a price or something and oh, the negoti or the negotiations for the terms were not agreed upon. And the person got very angry and shot her.
1: What what prostitute drives around in like a custom blue Mustang? I don't know. OK,
0: I don't know. I don't, Some of them make really good money.
1: I don't know. In Antelope Valley. I don't know. OK. All right. I'm just saying he needs to think about this
0: if prostitutes men into their own cars or if they go to other... I thought they went to other people's cars.
1: Yeah, they go to other people's cars. But it's not that could be a fallacy of the car. movies
0: that we see.
1: And we don't really
0: know what it's like. Let know. us know. So uh, the cops think that he is actually telling the truth and that he was the one propositioning her. And when she turned him down, it went wrong. And he shot her. So yeah. Detective Longshore... Wants to arrest Jennings, but he doesn't really have any proof. So months go by and then a few years go by. The family is desperate for anything to happen. So they hire Rex Pars, a personal injury attorney who has a giant billboard in town and the most giant sign outside of his office. And I would bet my life savings that he has ads on TV.
1: Yeah, probably local ads. Yeah.
0: Yes. And he spins around in his law chair and he says, have you been injured on the job? Then I'm here for you. And he points
1: at the camera. Does he give examples of work of like.
0: <laughs> yes. And there's a person like bending and hurting their back.
1: Yeah. Or like a bucket falling on someone. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. OK, got it. Yep. There's a
0: guy in a hard hat. And he just falls from like a, a beam. <laughs> like, he Is just-
1: there a sex worker in a parking lot? trying to get into a car. Maybe. Okay, that's a
0: form of work. And
1: that's why I'm asking.
0: Yeah. So the family hires him and they threaten to sue the city and Jennings for negligence because he didn't, I guess, because he didn't. He's unarmed. I don't know what he was supposed to do, maybe because he didn't go over there right away after or. It is weird that he didn't. I think it's weird, but I don't I mean, I guess criminal, I guess if you park somewhere and you know, there's a security guard, you're given some semblance that they will provide some sort of safety or do something for your best interest. And then he didn't. So, yeah, I guess I would. I so they're suing everybody because yeah. they just want something to happen with the case.
1: They just want movement. Right. Yeah.
0: So the lawyer spends 90 grand on investigation against Jennings. Money not well spent. Jennings. They do a deposition and Jennings shows up to his deposition. He's chewing gum the whole time. Uh, I think he's trying to be casual like Zach Morris, like the kid in class with the chewing gum.
1: 100%.
0: Like he's trying to be like cocky because when you chew gum, you come across as like, I've got my act together.
1: Or he smokes.
0: Or he smokes. So the lawyer grills him and says, why did you not see these two girls arrive back to the car? And mm-hmm. he says, "I don't know. I just missed them." And they, the lawyer says, "But you were right at the entrance, right? So you should have seen them." And Keith plays devil's advocate. It's like maybe he was looking away. And the lawyer says, "Well, he's the security guard." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, he's the security guard. Like, how seriously do you think he was? Like, yeah,
1: not his game, not much in
0: Antelope Valley. He, he might just... be
1: just reading in his car. Yeah, and like, ugh." Yeah. Or
0: I mean, the other possibility is not that he missed them or he's lying. It's that he literally was looking away or he's just kind of not. Yeah, he's not great at his job or not very invested in his job, you know?
1: Right. Which he's probably not.
0: Probably not. It's probably just a job to put food on the table for his kids. So he or also I felt like he might have been walking around the parking lot. Because wouldn't you do like laps maybe? But I couldn't get a gauge on how big the parking lot was either.
1: He said that he was sitting in his car. They say that at the beginning that he sat in his car and was waiting for the next guy to come for his shift.
0: Where is this next guy? Because when did he show up? He didn't show up before the supervisor got there.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. No, I think he just did that for hours. Just waiting.
0: Oh, he literally just waited. He's like two more hours.
1: Okay, We'll just wait. Or there was might be a guy that came and relieved him for his breaks. He gets to go on breaks. So there must be somebody that's coming to relieve him for that. But where's that guy? Because
0: we only hear about the supervisor coming 15 minutes later.
1: Well, maybe that guy was the shooter. That's what I'm trying to say. So that guy's still under the van. We got to go find him.
0: (laughs) He lives in the van in the parking lot because he wants to have the shortest commute possible to his job as the security guard in the lot and he gets to prey on victims all the time it makes perfect sense
1: but what that's his victim he just wants to shoot people he's like david berkowitz yeah okay
0: yeah uh so, or he thought she was a prostitute so maybe there was did, truth to that
1: did anything was there anything missing from her besides what did you say just
0: her phone her purse was right there
1: did they tell us what kind of a phone she had did phones matter back in 2000
0: uh maybe they were bigger
1: yeah nokia candy bar right yeah hmm. candy okay. bar the ones that look like a snickers i like that
0: oh i think okay. like they're even wider than a snickers though. oh
1: okay i've just heard them called the candy bar
0: i never heard that oh um, it so the lawyer is just you know coming back at keith the lawyer was the lawyer wearing a lot of makeup like a lot of pancake makeup
1: um no just a little powder
0: he did, i liked his yeah. tight and right white facial hair um,
1: he's going on camera, Kimberly. He's going on national television.
0: And he does camera ads all the time.
1: Correct. Yeah. He did his own makeup. He's good.
0: So the lawyer says, OK, Keith, he doesn't say Keith. It was implied. I'll grant you that maybe he was looking away. But how many maybes do you accept before you just say no? And I was like, but you've only given mm. us one. <laughs> That's not a good ex yeah.
1: They cut the other ones from the episode. Don't worry about it. I
0: don't like when people go, how many times can you say that? I go, well, more than once. And you've only said it once.
1: No, he said a couple maybes, didn't he? It made sense to me at the time. OK, maybe not. He Maybe says, I just believed it.
0: Ray Jennings just knew too much. And on, yeah. then we see the interrogation. I mean, the um, deposition. And Jennings says, I know you're trying to rile me up in front of this camera and get me to yell at you. And, you know, it's not going to work, my friend, which is it's always good if you throw into my friend. But in that tone, that implies we are not friends. Yeah. I like and that. so but I was like, if you know that that's what this lawyer is trying to do, maybe you should have a lawyer as well.
1: Yeah. I don't know why in the world you would show up there without a lawyer.
0: Why do you still not have a lawyer? So Jennings says, I got into a contest with that lawyer that I shouldn't have to Mm -hmm. Keith. And Keith says, yeah, it was a bit of a pissing match. (laughs) 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 Then Jennings says to Keith, you know, I am the man who knew too much. And I was like, there's our title. (laughs) (laughs) So the family ends up settling their case against the city. The case against Jennings was, was dropped. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But they want him charged with something. So they put up billboards with Michelle's cheerleading picture all over the town. That's (sighs) I did not love the the billboards. I would just say that. Oh, okay. I did. I it's it's her photo. She was very pretty. And it says, I wasn't ready to die dot 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 at 18.
1: But it got your attention, didn't it? Which is exactly what they needed it to do. It did. So there you go. It was dramatic and it was different and it wasn't very dramatic. The, I mean they should be they
0: should be not dramatic about their daughter's murder. Of course they should be Kimberly,
1: but Yeah, and they also they want to get your attention. They want you to look at the picture. So I don't That's
0: why I think it felt um like it was trying very hard to get my attention like a like a magazine ad.
1: Because it's supposed to. I think it's super So it's brilliant. Yeah it's effective. It's hard to even look at missing stuff anymore because they all look the same. But doing something different is drawing your attention to it. That's true. The problem is it's not an immediate issue. Someone's not missing and you need to find them now. This is let me help me find information about something that's older. Mm -hmm. But also so they must have gotten a fair amount from the city then. What did they sue the city on? What did they say the city had done wrong?
0: Who owns the park and ride? Is it a city park and ride?
1: But why would that matter?
0: Well, she was killed there.
1: But what did they do wrong that would have caused her death in that parking ride if they had done something differently? She would be alive. What was that?
0: I don't know. Maybe there are signs at the parking ride that are misleading, that make you think there's more surveillance than there is or something. Or there's a security guard that doesn't just sit in his car listening to Kid Rock.
1: Interesting. Okay, I'm just wondering. You see what I'm saying? Or or are they suing
0: the city as in the police department for not finding the killer
1: for so many years? I don't think you can do that. Otherwise, everybody would be doing that all over the country constantly. Maybe they do. I don't think you can do that. I think it has to be something specific about where if she was done wrong. that caused her a wrongful death. Or
0: what about they think the investigation was mishandled and that's why they haven't
1: found a killer. I don't know. if They think do it's that.
0: Jennings, but the police didn't gather enough evidence.
1: I don't know if you're able to sue for that. Again, I don't think you're able to sue for that stuff, but I could be totally wrong.
0: I don't know. Questions. Question. We have somebody answer us. Law call calls. Yep. So they find um, a guy named Jim Jeffra, a retired sheriff's deputy who became a P.I. and he wants to look in the case. He is going to come at it like Jennings didn't do it. So he's trying to eliminate him. Mm-hmm. But he also thinks that he knew too much. And then they go to Michelle's mom who said he just knew too much. Um, I'm starting to think that he knew too much. <laughs> so they felt like he had figured out things in seconds that it took the cops weeks to determine. The other possibility there is the cops are just not that smart. Maybe he's just really smart and they're not smart.
1: Like maybe which they things? knew too little. Which things did they say? Do you remember what they shot said? Shot
0: was the final shot um, that it was close
1: range. Um, so I don't know. Unfortunately, anybody would know that if they knew a lot about crime, crime scenes, death, killing. I'm the assuming should have. So now I'm saying that if you're really into that kind of stuff as a personal hobby, you might be able to tell that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's true. And you're going to get yourself arrested because you're going to sound like you're way too into that sort of thing.
1: Right. So. And I've I, seen that on stories before. I think it was a 48 hours though. I really feel like we're looking at a show off and not like a bad kind of show off. He just wants to be like, I'm, I'm on par with you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: I, it's unfortunate. It is
0: because if he knew so much about cops, he would know the worst thing you can do is to try to come up with theories Suggest theories that always makes them suspicious and don't and trying to help too much
1: always Uh makes them suspicious it's not good
0: so keith says all we have from the pi is basically another opinion finger fingering jennings i couldn't even get it out without laughing that no
1: you couldn't you could not
0: so they need more evidence the parents make a powerpoint presentation which are always effective. They basically edit together the deposition. I can't tell exactly if they, you know, like um, in fake news ads, like political ads, they'll edit together someone being like, "I," and the someone's like, "I didn't murder that girl," and they cut out the knot, and they'll be like, "I murdered that girl." You know what I'm saying? Oh, did I they see what you're do saying. that, or did they no. just? They just aired all of these suspicious things that he said in order and made it seem like.
1: Yeah, they just did it all together. They made the deposition
0: less boring by editing out all the boring stuff.
1: Right. So they just took everything that he has said and like played it all together. Like this is all bad. Yeah. Um, Well,
0: Keith says they goosed it.
1: Yes, I loved that. I loved goosed it because it made me think of cool as moose.
0: It made me think of lukewarm goose.
1: No, Well, they so, yeah, they goosed it. They like juiced it up. They like. is not when you pinch
0: someone on the butt.
1: It's a term for that. It's also a term for like fixing it. They goosed it. They goosed their chances. They, so
0: but it was legal what they did. They didn't like.
1: Of course, that's legal. They took actual sentences that he said. They didn't cut it to say I killed your daughter. They didn't do that. They didn't, it wasn't like that. It was like Siri's voice and then his voice. And then they had a voice actor in there. Like, so he's <laughs> saying words, but he's actually saying something else. No, none of that happened.
0: I just saw the uh, Bob's Burgers where Tina is the mad pooper because they have her cut, they recut it. And she's like, I am the mad pooper because <laughs> they cut it all together. So they go to the DA with the presentation and the DA, they think it's good. So they file it. But Jennings is now in. Iraq. He is fighting in the army.
1: For our country.
0: For our country. He has no idea that they're still looking at him. When he returns from war in 2005, the cops arrest him. They wait until he's not with his kids, which I thought was nice.
1: That was nice. The detective
0: nice. is a good guy.
1: Yeah. Maybe. That was that was kind. That actually. was kind. Yeah. They
0: fo- they're they following him and they, they don't arrest him on several occasions when he's with his children.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: when they arrested him, he says, Is this about Michelle Mm O'Keefe? So he knew kind of like some something. It hadn't been like completely
1: forgotten from his mind. Well, I don't think that. Well, he'd been sued for it. So, yeah, I'm sure it's definitely not erased from his mind. And I think that's actually a good sign because it means that he hasn't done anything else that would warrant an arrest from the police. That's true. He didn't say, is this about all the cocaine in my garage? Could Is this about something. Emily,
0: that girl who went missing? And they were Is, like, what? I know.
1: Is this about when I could sat on the bottom of that car for five hours <laughs> and followed a family to their house? <laughs> that wasn't me. I does was he afraid. do
0: that in Cape Fear? I haven't seen that movie in so long. I was so scared of that movie. I am going to be so— preview alone terrified me.
1: Let me say this. If that's not what he does in that movie— I'm going to be really embarrassed because I have been using that through line this entire episode (laughs) and I goosed myself. (laughs) That's what happened. You laid
0: one hot goose.
1: One hot egg of a bad idea. So. Okay. Press on.
0: So he's in jail and the prosecutor is like, we have all these pieces to, that we have to put together. And Keith says, what what pieces he's like you don't have dna you don't have fingerprints you don't have a weapon and then he goes like this i'm gonna do it but i don't know did you see it
1: yeah do you want me to do it we'll do it together, <laughs> we
0: do it together but no one's gonna know what we're doing because this is the podcast and it's oh, not a true. visual format but Dang it is it. so funny
1: hold on hold on i'm ready hold on hold on okay so he's like <laughs> okay.
0: you don't have dna you don't have fingerprints you don't have a weapon <laughs> so good. It's this he's, like. I'm going to post the screen grab.
1: With like the shrug and the Huge arms. Huge shrug. Like his shoulders are up. He's he's doing the emoji of the person with their arms up. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He's doing that. But he has this. I don't <laughs> know if I've ever seen him smile so he's big. He's
0: smiling so big. Hello. What is happening here? What are you? Yeah. It, it was just, adorable. And his hands are out. It's so good. So
1: animated. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it was great.
0: It's also at this point that I noticed that his hair had been looking different to me the whole episode. Yeah. And I even went back to a previous episode to see if it was parted differently. So I like went, it was parted the same side. I think it's just really full in this episode. I think he's been using pros.
1: Maybe he has. I know that I've been using pros and my hair looks incredible. You've probably heard us talk about pros and what Pros is, is it's the world's most personalized hair care. I wanted to share a couple of updates on my fancy new hair since I've been using Pros.
0: On your hair journey?
1: On my hair journey with my custom formulas from Pros. So yes. spoiler alert, guys, this, this hair stuff is honestly the real deal.
0: Oh boy, um, settle
1: in. Settle in. I use a four-part system. I know. It's a bit much. I'm a bit much. Have you seen my makeup? So... Yeah. Can you see the row of boots behind me? So anyways, (laughs) I use the pre-shampoo treatment, and then I use a shampoo conditioner and then a hair oil for when my hair is damp. Okay. So Prose knows that there is more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is exactly how I got started and got matched with this four-part system that I've been using. With their algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, Prose determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. So I have bleached out to the maximum hair. I don't know if everyone else would need the intense system that I need, but I definitely need it. Um, I thought that was your real color. Not yet. Not that old. So I really have especially enjoyed using the pre-shampoo mask lately because it seems like an annoying extra step, but it makes such a difference in my hair. And it's worth it. Yeah. And it's also not that annoying. It's just like in that pitter patter time when I'm waiting for the shower to heat up, I just kind of wet it and let it sit. And then when you go to shampoo it, it already has this really nice conditioning process on it. It's great. Plus, a
0: few more minutes in the shower is a few more minutes you get to spend away from your family that's driving you crazy.
1: Yeah, which is very nice. Also, Prose has a review and refine feature that lets me tweak my formulas. So if there's any changes to the quiz that I initially took, which asked me questions like, what's your zip code? What's your diet? Like they go into specific details to try to figure out about you what you need. So let's say I move. The air
0: quality is different in different
1: places. If I move to Florida, I'm going to want something that handles humidity, right? Mm-hmm. So they let you sort of tweak that in their review and refine feature, even if you're already using their products, which is excellent. Also what's excellent is if you're not 100% positive, Prose is the best hair care you've ever had. They will take all of the products back, no questions asked. Oh, I love that. Prose is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Literally, by the way, they put your name on the bottles. So they look so fancy, I can't even tell you. I just, it's like luxury at its finest. So take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to prose.com slash date dateline. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash date dateline for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. Yes. I have had a few friends use our code in the past and get pros and rave about it. So definitely go and check them out, guys. And Yay. again, the quiz is free. So take it and see see what you think. Yes. Go Give pros a try. Strike a prose. Don't just stand there. Let's get to it. Your hair deserves you to do something to it. To it. Pros. Pros. Pros, pros. Thank take you. Thank you, pros.
0: So um Jennings is meanwhile in his cell and he Well, Keith is making this gesture to mm-hmm. the um, yeah. to the guy. Um Mama. and he's thinking Why did I say so much to the cops? Why was I the man who knew too much? He tells Keith that he was basically trying to play Sherlock Holmes and that he was kind of trying to impress the cops.
1: Exactly what I said.
0: Yes. So in 2008, the trial begins. The state says um, what they thought happened, which was that he thought she was a prostitute. She resisted and he shot her. The defense says there's no evidence. The jury is out for over a week and it's a hung jury
1: nine. Where's
0: the gun? To Three. Great question. Where's your cell phone? Did he throw them both in the brush? Did they not check the brush?
1: Did they check the brush? No idea. Did they comb the brush? Was there? Oh, Katie, you slay me. So oh, they're they... using pros. OK, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's it. That's all. That's all I got. Go ahead.
0: So um, the jury is hung nine to three in favor of conviction. Now. OK, so first the second trial comes up. And his defense lawyer has a bow tie. Just just I don't know why I
1: just and the weirdest, the weirdest pattern of speech I've ever heard, like doesn't look up from his notes and is reading like this. I'm a defense attorney.
0: Oh, that's the other one. He has two. the one that was the bow tie guy doesn't really speak.
1: Oh, second defense attorney sounds like that. The one that speaks. No, no. Second.
0: I think isn't it the same attorney both times. Same team. I mean, there's like a team. He has two and one has a bow tie and one speaks.
1: In trial number two, the defense attorney that we hear speak, I don't know if he has a bow tie on, has a very bizarre voice.
0: Gotcha. Um, The jury thought so too because Mm -hmm. they are hung again, but this time it's 11 to one in favor of conviction. Wow. So the judge decides that there will be a third trial, but it'll be the last one. I wish he had said thrice. I don't know if that would have been proper English.
1: Do you think he did say thrice in, in the courtroom? I kind of do. Yeah, I think so. Too.
0: I kind of think he said thrice. This shall happen thrice. There shall be thrice trials. Yeah, that's what I want. Mary
1: another. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm also in the middle of Game of Thrones. So oh, it's right, because get...
0: Oliver's watching it.
1: Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm deep in now. Yeah.
0: So um, the trial will be moved from Antelope Valley to, I'm sorry, to Antelope Valley, where Michelle is from, where everyone in the town already knows the case. They know that this guy is, you know, being held for it.
1: That seems super unfair.
0: But I think anywhere you do a crime...
1: You have to do the time?
0: you got to have the trial, usually in that area. I mean... Unless it's a crazy famous case, then they relocate it.
1: So why didn't they keep it? Why didn't they originally have it there, though? What was the original reason? I think
0: think it's shady. I think they're trying to get the conviction. I don't know. Mm. Like they're getting it moved on purpose to like there was that shadiness with the OJ trial when they moved his trial, didn't they? And then it was kind of shady on one part side or the other. I can't remember which one, even though I just watched that show last year. The people versus OJ Simpson.
1: Why did they move? Why did they originally have it in downtown L.A. instead of Antelope Valley? Was it because the case was so popular? Why is it? Why are they going back to Antelope Valley? Why didn't they originally? Do you see what I'm saying? It seems backwards.
0: I I don't know why. So the third trial, they say he had his uniform cleaned and that's why there's no evidence on it.
1: No, it was dirty.
0: I'm sorry. Yes, but they say it was clean and that's why it had no evidence on it. We know it was dirty. They're saying he cleaned it, at least got the blood spatter or the gunshot residue off of it. Victoria's testimony puts him near the crime scene and he knew too much. Um, He the defense says he was just speculating. There's a speck of blood under one of her fingernails that's mixed with the DNA of an unknown male, not Jennings.
1: Okay, y'all.
0: Whose is that?
1: Yeah. Whose is that?
0: I don't know. And then the prosecution says it could have come from anybody. Could have come from someone at the shoot.
1: Yeah. Did they check Chris Ross's DNA? Great question. You've just blown my
0: alternative theory.
1: Sorry, I'll be quiet. So I shan't mention it again.
0: Thank you. Um, So the defense attorney reads another PowerPoint. PowerPoints are big in this episode.
1: I think they're big in court in period.
0: I know. They're so boring. Yeah. Um, th- I'm sure they can be done excitingly.
1: No, they're boring to make. They're probably boring they're... to make. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the, the problem with this defense attorney is he is reading it in, I'm sorry, is the prosecutor is reading it off of the, um, the PowerPoint. And he says the absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. I get it. I see why he's reading it off the PowerPoint. Cause that's one of those things that you could say backwards by accident. And then it would totally like blow your case.
1: Well, then also, and no one is listening to the next 15 sentences you've said, because they're writing it down. Absence equals no abs. Yeah, it's absence.
0: uh, And then at lunch, like all the jurors are like, yeah, "Ah," they're just muttering to themselves that. Yeah. Absence equals
1: they get home and they're like, I can't talk about the trial, but can you explain this to me?
0: Phrase. I can't wrap my head around. So after weeks, weeks, the jury has a verdict. They say not guilty of first degree murder. And I was like, oh, this episode ended differently than I thought it did. And then they said guilty of second degree murder. And I was like, Dateline, you fooled me once again.
1: They fooled me, too. They got me, too.
0: And um, Jennings is crying to Keith. What about his family? He has five children now and his mom. He's worried about his mom. Michelle's family is thrilled. Um, his parents and his brother talk and
1: at the sentencing,
0: at the sentencing, the dad yeah. says, what kind of demon is inside of you to do such a dastardly act? Yeah. Jennings, the man who has already said too much, says that he's religious too. And it, as Jesus says, his savior, he didn't do this. And he's giving this really, really impassioned speech. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason they cut to this little Asian lady stenographer who's mm. deadpan staring as she's typing.
1: Oh boy, I did not see that. As he's
0: railing about Jesus. And then they go back to him. It's really funny. I don't know why they cut right there, but she, I want to know her story. She has obviously, hears a lot of things because she was unimpressed by this.
1: Oh yeah, no, she does not. Yeah, she's like, whatever.
0: Also, he's wearing an earring in one ear. And I would assume that they would, you would be, once you have to take that out? when you're in jail or are they allowed to keep little earrings?
1: Is it permanent? What's a permanent earring? I don't know. (laughs) I thought it was real. I don't know. I thought you just made that up. I don't know. Like it's glued to his ear. I have no idea. I've never heard of it, but it's it's super glue. Yeah, it's part of his body now. (laughs) That's it. That's what happens. I have no idea. That's the only reason I it's could like think that you, you would...
0: It's like when you had your... Be- Some people got belly button rings in college and they get infected and then your bo- your skin grows over it and your body tries to absorb it Yep. and devour it like it's a parasite.
1: Yep. Ugh. What's that called?
0: I don't know. Belly
1: dysmorphia? Room. Okay. No. All right. Go ahead. So
0: Keith says, as he says, you could, as they say, hear a pin drop. The judge gives him 40 years to life. <laughs> So this is where the first Dateline episode ended.
1: But do they have his statement back? They have his, like, his whole statement in the original episode, what we saw today?
0: The Jesus part? Yeah, him I saying— I can't remember if the Jesus part was in there.
1: Because I think the most important part of that is that when he's making that statement about, I am a man of God, he is looking directly at the family.
0: He is. And he's saying, I'm religious, too. I did not—yeah, he's and totally— And that got me.
1: When he was doing that, I was like, he didn't do it. Mm. He didn't
0: do it. So, this is where I wanted to touch base with you because I had seen the first episode so many times. And my vague recollection is I think I always thought he had done it because this was before I watched Dateline a lot and Mm -hmm. wasn't as jaded, probably Mm -hmm. didn't know about wrongful convictions or anything like that. And I assumed, I think I assumed he did it. I don't remember if they told the story in a different way or if I was just, just believed more in police back then.
1: But you also do tend to believe whatever they're first telling you. And so.
0: Yeah. So at this point, what what are you thinking? Just watching that first part that he's innocent. You thought he was innocent. Did you think that because you knew there was a whole nother part coming up?
1: No, I thought that because of what he says in court, I think because when the jury miss when he gets two mistrials, I'm like, okay, so there's not enough. There's not enough for a jury to be like because juries like to sometimes throw people in jail. Mm -hmm. And so especially if they're up for murder of a young girl. Yeah, there's something that's happening in that trial that is convincing them that there's not enough that Mm -hmm. he did it. And so twice. And then the third time there was not enough to do. They wanted to give him something, but there wasn't enough for first degree murder. And I'm like, okay, no, if you don't think there was enough for first degree, you don't really think he did it.
0: So earlier in the episode, did you think he did it? No,
1: not really. I don't know. I didn't know. Not, re- not really. I did the first time they mentioned his name because they're like, he's in the parking lot. He was the guy. But then when he he comes in, he sort of seemed like he was nothing that they were saying seemed like, oh, he definitely did it because there was no if they had said and we found a gun in his car or something like that, like we didn't have anything like that. And I'm like, right. I don't think this guy did it. Yeah. And also just the way that he's talking to Keith. I don't know if it's because I feel like I'm a good read of people. I'm like, I don't think this guy did it. Mm-hmm. Did you? But you did.
0: I don't remember if his interview with Keith was what it was in time. that first episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's been in prison for a while when he's being interviewed with Keith. So well, I'm not sure.
1: But no, I did not think he did it. And I was hoping they were, he was going to get out and we were going to get a Ryan Ferguson moment.
0: Interesting. So this is where the first episode ended. And Keith says Dateline thought the story was over. They absolutely thought so. Mm -hmm. But I guess he said, we absolutely thought so. So he tells, Jennings tells Keith that he's sure he's getting out. He doesn't know how, but he's sure he's not going to stay in prison for life or something he didn't do. But he appeals and he loses. So then Mm -hmm. this, I didn't, because this happened after, which is why I don't remember it is in 2014 jason the brother had been injured
1: the brother of her,
0: of michelle
1: uh, michelle's brother yeah, younger
0: brother he was in an elevator accident Ooh, which yeah. i don't know what that is but it sounds horrific
1: i don't like it i don't like it no elevator accident sounds absolutely terrifying. absolutely
0: yeah. not mm-hmm. um and he got hooked on drugs and he overdosed and the dad found him on the floor and now Michelle and her brother are buried next to each other. And it's like the saddest thing I've ever heard. It's,
1: this, it's the biggest, like, gut yeah. crying. Yeah. Awful. And the dad, I really liked that her dad. I really did. Like, for some reason, to me, I just, I felt an earnestness from him. He just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, your life has just been, you have been put through yeah. it, buddy. Yeah.
0: And Keith is like, how do you, you know, do you still pray? You still believe in God? He's like, I still talk to God. I still pray. But we have a lot of angry discussions now.
1: I feel like that's very honest. That's also why I liked him. I liked that because when you're a a firm believer and then just like all of these Job type things keep happening to you, it's like, you've tested my faith. I get it. Yeah. We're Uh good. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're taking everything from me.
0: And then he and the wife get divorced.
1: Which um, also, again, I was like, stop. Yes. It was brutal. I at least wanted them to have each other. And now they don't even have each other.
0: That happens a lot when the, all the time they lose a child
1: when a child dies and they've yeah. lost both.
0: Yeah. So um, meanwhile, Jennings in prison, he writes to the in innocent... Corcoran prison. What does that mean?
1: Where my dad was born. Oh, where I grew up in you. Went, you've, been to, you've been to Corcoran.
0: He wasn't born in prison.
1: I cannot neither confirm nor deny that my dad was born inside the walls of Corcoran prison.
0: Made it sound like he was born in prison. No, he was born. In <laughs> and Corcoran. I was like, I just learned something new.
1: Charlie Manson's in Corcoran prison. to that really? Yeah.
0: Wait, but he died.
1: Well, he was in Corcoran That's prison. That's where he was? Uh-huh.
0: So, uh, so he writes the Innocent Project. But then in 2015, an auto
1: <laughs> autodidactic polymath.
0: Autodidactic polymath, which, which is a self-taught expert in many subjects.
1: And I would like to be referred to that from now on. I would. Yes. Grace, if you're listening, can you change the website mm-hmm. that underneath anytime time it says my name or in parentheses, it says ADP for autodidactic Can
0: polymath. those subjects be eyeshadow palettes, 90 Day Fiance, fashion?
1: They can be what I want them to be.
0: Like, do those subjects happen to be, you know, they don't
1: have to be like neuroscience and physics. And no, they can be what I deem them. Right. Well, then I want to be one too. a self-declared. Well, it's too late.
0: I know a lot about dog breath and it- Bob's, Bob's Burgers.
1: Do you know, enough I know about a lot cheese. about
0: cheese? Do you? When we played Clue the other night on Zoom, I won.
1: I don't think that's a qualification because of cheating. 'Cause I couldn't see what you were doing and you wouldn't let me cheat off your cards. So I would have won if you had played fairly. That's fair. Um I I but first first sees.
0: Okay, sure. Okay, I guess we can't both be one. Uh there can only be one <laughs> for some reason. <laughs>
1: Kimberly can be it's like pulling a sword out of a stone. Kimberly can be I D P I T in training.
0: Oh, that's hard.
1: You're the trainee. Okay, okay that's fine. I'll let you know when it's your time.
0: So this guy, Clint Ehrlich, who Keith calls an odd duck and he laughs, he tells Keith he's a visiting researcher at the Moscow State Institute of International Relations, where he's doing his dissertation on nuclear game theory. And Keith laughs and looks at him like he's talking to a very precocious child and says, why are you doing that? And Clint says, because it interests me and because I can.
1: Because my brain is bigger than yours, Keith. Keith, That's like basically what he's saying.
0: You might be beautiful, Keith.
1: And you might be a wordsmith.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But you might be a Harvard man. I'm gearing up to destroy the world Mm -hmm. with my brain. Mm -hmm. Because the difference between our friend and this guy is this guy is a sociopath and might (laughs) murder people.
0: You think Clint's a sociopath? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's totally likely. It's 100% possible, 1,000% possible. He is also interested in the law, but he can't be a lawyer right now because he dropped out of high school. So
1: I didn't go to college and
0: didn't go to college. Um, well, Keith says you dropped out of college. And he says, no, first I dropped out of high school. Then I tried, dro- then I didn't go to college. Um,
1: and I'm still smarter than you was the second part of that <laughs> sentence that he didn't say on camera, but was the gist of it. And we all got it because then Keith, gives the best sarcasm that I think I've ever heard Keith give. Keith
0: is just delighted and intrigued by this young gentleman. Did
1: you write down what he said? That he's clearly not lacking for self-confidence? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Or self-promotion?
0: Yeah, Clint clearly doesn't lack self-confidence. So he, um, Clint's dad is one of the top lawyers in the country, and Mm -hmm. he wants to apprentice under him and learn about the law. So, one night he's at home, and some force made him turn on Dateline. This is the insomnia that I believe Keith was referring to at the beginning of the episode.
1: Bingo, we're there.
0: But I, they just make it sound like he was bored, but late at night. But I maybe he had insomnia too. So Clint tells us he never watches TV and certainly not shows about true crime. So that's what we're doing wrong, Katie, and all of our listeners. Thanks for the judgment, Clint. So That's he, why we're not geniuses.
1: Now, what Clint is clearly very trying very hard not to say there is, and certainly not a show <laughs> about true crime. And there is a pause in there that means he is like borderline, to where he's going to say it and then is looking into Keith's beautiful blue eyes and turns the corner and says, I'm not going to say it. Because what he's about to say is and definitely not a show like Dateline.
0: Yeah, trash TV.
1: And I'm also thinking that he did say that. Hosted and the by freaking
0: Lester Holt, Clint. Have you heard of Lester Holt?
1: And the producer's cut. He
0: interviews presidents.
1: Can you rephrase that and say that without saying the term, the word Dateline? Yeah. And so he had to rephrase <laughs> himself. And at that point, Keith decided that.
0: But like the fact that he has to mention that he never watches TV like this was a one time thing. He doesn't want us to think he's some plebeian. I don't really know what that means. Person.
1: Yeah. Plebeian. Yep, a plebe. Who is who
0: is um, watching TV. Kimberly, like your Clint listeners, kill you. like your people that are watching you on TV right now, Clint, you've just judged them
1: all. If we would just give him the presidency, Clint can solve all of the problems.
0: Can he or will he kill us all?
1: He probably hear us right now. He's probably hacked all of our He might go,
0: I've done the math and the only common sense option is to get rid of all the humans.
1: Humans are stupid, but I can use them and bend them to my will because they're also weak. So I'm going so to build a stupid a army. A master. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh an army, a
1: stupid army. I'm just saying, has anyone checked on where Clint is right now? And can we get a check on him? I mean, but we don't want him to listen to the episode. Clearly. Is Clint Putin?
0: Yeah, no, but like the he might be the puppet strings.
1: Yeah. Is he the person in the shadow behind? Yeah, that Putin. makes
0: sense. Yeah, that checks out. He,
1: is he also a thousand years old? Is he a vampire? I, I just have a lot of yeah, questions has about he cured? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely found the cure for that, too. Yeah. So Clint watches Jennings speaking at the trial, talking about um, how he's innocent. And he said he's either innocent or a sociopath who deserves an Academy Award. Interestingly enough, he says sociopath. Mm-hmm. Is that what made you think he was a sociopath?
1: He's smart enough to throw us off the scent. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If I call this guy that, they won't think I am because humans are stupid.
0: <laughs> there can't be two sociopaths.
1: I'll be in my lair. Okay, go ahead. So
0: he was really impressed with when Jennings spoke about Jesus and how as Jesus is my savior, I did not do this. That was the part that moves him the most. And then Keith says, he's like curious. And he goes, oh, are you a religious man? And Clint says, not at all.
1: He's almost laughing. Not at all. And I was like, wow, wow.
0: I was like, well, okay, then. You've also just alienated another part of your audience. So good for you.
1: He's not worried about making friends. When you are a self-proclaimed autodidactic polymath, you don't need friends.
0: Yeah. You're friends with your brain. Yeah. So you could create new friends in a lab. So Clint finds the ruling on Jennings' appeal and he reads it, hoping he'll find proof that he's guilty so he can just let it go. But he doesn't find the evidence. So Clint goes to his dad and says, will you help me? I think there's an innocent man in prison. And his dad reads it and he says, I'm very troubled. So the father and son team are going to help Jennings. Now the dad has, is a lawyer at least, but has no experience in criminal law. He's a civil attorney who handles insurance cases. And
1: seems very nice.
0: So nice. I hope Clint's not going to murder him one day when he becomes not useful to him anymore. (laughs) So they decide to take this on, even though they know that this process of getting an innocent man out of prison can take decades and it may never happen. Mm -hmm. They contact Jennings and they say, we're going to help you get out by all means necessary. And Jennings is like, Who are you? I have the Innocent Project working for me. So he now basically has to decide should I stay with the Innocent Project, which could also take years? I don't know if it'll happen. Or these new lawyers who are going to work for free, but like, and they don't even have experience in this, but their heart seems to be really into it. Uh huh. Or they could be just blowing smoke. He doesn't know them from anything. Right. And so how that's like the scariest decision of your life. You're literally putting your life in these people's hands. Mm-hmm. I probably would have gone with the Innocence Project because I'm not a risk taker.
1: Uh, I don't know. I feel like I would have gone with the guy with the big fancy title that looked like he eats uh, souls for breakfast.
0: But he was just on the phone and it's the the, the father that calls. I mean, it's the father that's really the lawyer. But the Innocence
1: Project is dealing with multiple cases. These two are just working on yours. That's true. So I don't know. He went with his gut, and I feel like his gut was right.
0: Yeah. I just don't. I'm too scared of my gut. My gut is confused because of all the dairy that I eat. (laughs) So these lawyers are going to work for free, and the other inmates are telling him, don't trust him. They're trying to make a buck off you. Mm -hmm. And- Keith is like, can these two guys really do this? And he said, and he says, good luck with that. (laughs) Clint's dad says there's bad investigative work. They didn't test Jennings for a gunshot residue that night. They treated him like he was a witness and then they changed it to a suspect. So that meant that all the time before he was a suspect, they didn't do anything like that because he wasn't a suspect.
1: Um, That I thought was weird. That I thought was weird the first night when they're interviewing him and they interviewed him for 10 minutes and then let him go home. That I thought was odd. In the very beginning of this episode, I was like, why would they do that? He was the Detective only person Longshore there. Detective Longshore
0: is very nice and doesn't arrest him in front of his kids. He also said, I knew how stressed he was and how much he had been through. I thought I wanted him to get some sleep and I felt like I could talk to him another day. Yeah, I get it's interesting. But I feel like, like also they didn't search his car, like yep. where they... Maybe he did have a gun or and they didn't, you know, which is
1: just crazy. This is like I feel like the baseline stuff you do cell phone. There's one person there. Get all the information you can from them because they're all you've got.
0: Yeah. And you're also supposed to interview people while it's still fresh, right? Not not, like let them go home and let them. Yeah,
1: no, I agree.
0: Think up stories and stuff. So Uh if they had swabbed him or searched him for a gun or taken his uniform that night and not let him go home with it, the, there would be no case. So the prosecutor, they're looking at stuff that was done in the trial. The prosecutor implied that he washed the blood or gunshot residue off. But they also look at the, Clint is like, I looked in the thing and it said his clothes were dirty. So there and Clint, we go. Clint is so excited with himself. Mm-hmm. Um, then they said that he, one of the reasons he knew too much, he thought he knew about this bullet that had shot into the pavement. Right. So Clint says they figure out that if you shoot a bullet into the pavement accidentally, like the killer did, that um, the asphalt causes little holes in your pants, which his uniform did not have. So speaking Um, of pants. Yes. Beta brand dress pant yoga pants are perfect for all life situations. They are as comfortable as your PJs, but their professional style will make you feel like you actually got dressed for the day. You can wear them anywhere or nowhere. Dare I say you could probably wear them to a kid rock concert, home, to your couch to binge watch on Dateline, except you don't because all you do is read books on nuclear physics. It's appropriate for all these situations. Or you can wear them on your weekly outing to the grocery store and feel like a superhero because you accomplished two things that day, sustenance and getting dressed. Beta Brand's customer favorite, Dress Pant Yoga Pants, those are dress pants that feel like yoga pants are made of wrinkle resistant stretch knit fabric. They're so comfortable and they don't dig into your skin. You don't need to unbutton anything so you can breathe, but they hold you in and up.
1: I like in and up. up. Yeah.
0: And I'm talking about your booty area. They make you look good in all the right places and they have tons of styles like boot cut. Straight legs, skinny, cropped, eight pocket. We know that I have the eight pocket because I love having things in my pocket. Sometimes I just find things just so I can put them in my beta brand pockets because that's how much I love these pants. And I see something and I'm like, that would fit in my pocket.
1: Here we go. It's
0: going in my pocket. Um, But they also have a ton of styles on their website. They have like really new, cool styles and different patterns and really amazing stuff. Check it Mm -hmm. out. And right now, our listeners can get 25% off their first order when they go to betabrand.com slash dateline. That's 25% off your first order for a limited time at betabrand.com slash dateline. Find out why women are buying five different pairs of these pants, one for every day of the work week. They're that good. So, go to betabrand.com forward slash dateline for 25% off
1: and find something new to wear on your derriere.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Beta Brand. Thank you, Beta Brand. Thank you for the great pants. So, now let's get back to Victoria. She's mm-hmm. the witness. She testified in the first trial. And in the third trial, she doesn't testify, but the prosecutor reads her testimony. He says, that she testified that Jennings walked by her car right before the shooting towards Michelle's car. But in her testimony, Clint is so proud of himself at this moment. This is where I didn't start to like him so much because he's way too proud of himself. He says in her testimony, I discovered that she only says he walked by her car at some point. So when the prosecutor is reading this testimony, he's kind of misleading the jury. And Keith asks the great question, how long was Victoria sitting in her car? That's an important question because if she saw him go walk in that direction and she was only there for a minute, it wasn't that big of a time span. And Clint laughs and says, well, she was smoking marijuana and that distorted her sense of time. And again, Clint is judging the marijuana use for sure.
1: I think he's also judging, unfortunately, Ray Jennings because- how long was she sitting in her car and he's supposed to be patrolling this parking lot, probably keeping people, juveniles, from smoking weed in there. <laughs> right.
0: Which is you. Why do you pick a location where there is a security guard? Because that security guard is not doing a very good job.
1: Probably because it, it's known that the security guards there don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like it's perfect.
0: Yeah. So they think the prosecutor misled the jury. Victoria was with three friends in her car. And maybe one of them that was covered in grease from clinging to the bottom of a van. Okay. The police never look into those three people. Come on. Why? But at the same time, in trial, they're saying there's no one else that could have done it. Guys. That's not true for a couple reasons. One, because Victoria said she saw a car drive off,
1: Mm -hmm. a Toyota.
0: And number two, she had three friends in the car with her smoking pot.
1: And nobody ever talked to those people. Correct. Because it was what? The chief of police son and the fire chief's daughter. Okay, this is very irritating.
0: So the prosecutor blamed the defense attorney. This was so funny. So the prosecutor is saying, well, we're getting in trial. He's like, well, we we've been criticizing, criticized for not interviewing every single suspect. But, you know, the defense had the same list of people. And they could have interviewed them. And I'm like, it's not his job. It's the police's job. What's
1: wrong with you? Just because the police didn't do it. It's like two wrongs make a right. And they could have done it. They're going for that. He never should have been charged because they never talked to all the witnesses. They didn't do the legwork to start to be able to bring these charges in the first place. Right. They're not going for we have to prove he didn't do it. You shouldn't have been charged because it's clear he didn't do it.
0: Correct. Correct. So Clint finds evidence, that again, he's so proud, that the mm-hmm. defense attorney says that, he says, I found evidence that the defense attorney didn't care enough to present in court or wasn't competent enough to find it.
1: <laughs> he
0: is clearly not lacking in self-confidence. No. But no. also, to sometimes to get someone out of prison, to exonerate them, you have to prove they had an incompetent counsel the first time.
1: That's true. So
0: that's what they did on Making a Murder.
1: They Um, did it on Adnan Syed.
0: The headline of the case was that this killer knew stuff only the killer would know. And Clint says this is just a false narrative. And Keith says, really? (laughs) (laughs) He said it like that. He goes, really? I rewound it four times.
1: That's his job.
0: Yeah. So Clint's dad says any witness would have noticed these things. That Jennings saw and that Jennings was just trying to show off for the police and he was trying to be helpful. And now Jennings is telling Keith, he, I don't know what I saw all those years ago. Also, Keith, two people can see the same thing and each see different things. That's true. That's true. Um, But now he's just not sure why specifically he said he saw the pulse specifically and her hand like moving He's still not very That
1: sounds like that sounds like drama. That sounds like I want it to be more dramatic what I saw.
0: So the Ehrlichs want those are the um the yes. lawyer and son want to file a writ of habeas corpus, but that can take years. And it's such a long shot. We just saw it in our Patreon episode, Ryan Ferguson case. Yes. But then Clint's dad who this point up until now, I was like, is he going to do something? Because apparently Clint is doing all the work and he keeps bragging about it.
1: Dad is doing a lot. Dad is. I'm sure
0: dad has other cases, too. So he reads an article about the creation of the conviction review unit in L.A. County. And they cre- this was created to find out if innocent people are behind bars because they've mm-hmm. been getting flack for wrongful convictions. So they figure instead of doing this writ of habeas corpus, we can go right to this conviction review board. And so they submit this document to them, 34 pages, single spaced, months pass. The conviction review contacts them and they want to hear Clint's dad in person. Yeah. Yes. Out of the 700 cases they reviewed, this is the first one that they decide they're going to investigate and look into on their own. Wow, It's a test case for them. So they have to get it right. And we meet this lady who has short hair, who is not Jackie Lacey, the lady who came up with the unit. But she's a huge fan of Jackie Lacey's.
1: So it's Jackie Lacey's best friend. It's like having me instead of you. Wants to
0: be her best friend because she keeps being like she had Uh. the best intentions. Like she she loves Jackie Lacey and this. But I don't quite know who this lady is or why she's.
1: I think it's her best friend. I think it's her Katie.
0: She's the hype. A member of the Convictions Review Board, so she's, I'm into her. She's like talking about how to Keith, how like their intentions were all the best, and they're looking out for the truth and all this stuff. So finally, the Ehrlichs go to visit Jennings in prison, which I was really surprised didn't happen before.
1: Me too. But where did the Ehrlichs live? We don't know where they are. Are they? I thought even it a- was
0: Chicago. No, I feel like it was somewhere okay. else.
1: Okay. Um,
0: so the prosecutor from the. Uh, from the third trial. Well, the whole, the whole prosecutor's whole time.
1: By the way, this is always why you do Dateline if you're innocent. Always say yes to Dateline. Because, because it, Clint attention. was,
0: Clint, an autodidactic polymath might be taking his, a break from his 30 year ban on television yep. and normally reading Tolstoy novels yep. and he puts them down and puts on a Dateline like the rest of us simpletons and he might get you out of prison.
1: There we go. All right, go ahead. So
0: the prosecutor refuses to talk to Dateline, and he says it's at the DA's request, but Keith says in a tone that's like he was scared to talk to us. So the O'Keefe's get called one day, and they are brought in, the Michelle's parents, and they're told that they're releasing Jennings. There's going to be no, a trial. No, they might. They might release him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to all have to meet in the courtroom, and the judge will decide what to do. Ooh. So... Now they're all back in the courtroom again, and now it's the DA's office. Instead of trying to put this man away for three trials like they did, they're now saying they don't think there's enough evidence to keep him in prison, and they're asking the judge to release him. And it's like, where were you this whole time? The same amount of evidence was available this whole time. Maybe it was probably a different DA by this point, but it's like... Still frustrating. Um, He's been in jail for 10 years. So they also say that there are other suspects and new evidence, but they won't give any details. They won't tell Michelle's parents. They won't tell Dateline what's happening.
1: That's frustrating. I want to know.
0: Very frustrating. At this point, Keith is leaning in a library. I'm guessing like some sort of law library. He's leaning against a bookshelf. And it made me a little scared because if he was not so spelt of a man,
1: mm. he
0: could have knocked one of those over and they would have all gone down like dominoes because it's a row of them. <laughs> Keith is the man who leaned too much, except it can never be too much. So it's
1: just the right amount. He's the man that leaned just enough.
0: Just enough. Mm-hmm. So the judge decides that he is ordering jennings to be released Yay! crazy i'm sorry what was it 10 years that he's been in prison
1: yes it is but what i don't understand is how the i don't understand i think like city stuff because i don't know how they can just overturn the law without having to go through that other process like without all that other habeas, whatever, like it going to the state Supreme Court, all this stuff. But I don't know. I don't understand this how that judge works. judge
0: must be given authority or this convictions. Well, the convictions unit just makes the recommendation. Right. Yeah, I don't tell. That's a great question. Law, explain. Yeah,
1: law, we don't know. OK, so
0: Keith tells Clint that has to be one of the defining moments of your life. And Clint says, I'll never forget it. But also, Keith, I discovered life on Mars yesterday. And so I'm going to have lots of moments in my life.
1: So it was what? So I guess find it would
0: me again in 30 years when one I've...
1: of the moments in my lives. I mean, life. Yes.
0: <laughs> Oops. Did I say lives? I didn't mean to. That's my secret. <laughs> so, Michelle's parents are obviously like furious. And they're telling Keith that they think it's all political. They think this Jackie Lacey who Mm -hmm. created this unit, wants to be attorney general of LA. And so she was trying to get elected by having the wrongful conviction overturned. And Keith is like, that's a pretty serious charge.
1: That's also kind of a stretch. Like, I would think that she would need the support. Basically, she's going against her own department and saying they were wrong is what she's doing. So like, you're admitting that you were wrong. That's I don't see how that gets you elected, but OK. I mean,
0: the public does love a wrongful conviction, though. And they would think she was the hero for letting. I mean, she wasn't in office when he got put in jail. So it's not her fault.
1: We don't know that.
0: I'm just assuming.
1: What if she was?
0: I feel like that best lady friend would have said something. Because now that best lady friend is defending her again and saying that the unit was has only the best intentions and Jackie Lacey has the best intentions. I one could only want as great support as this Jackie Lacey gets from this nice woman on dateline. That is true. So it's like her proxy, like sending someone on dateline as your proxy to yeah, talk you up.
1: And you send the person that likes you the most. That's true. No, that's yeah.
0: true. But then that lady does say, like, um, she says the the unit is doing only the best things. Then she says, I don't know the Jennings case personally, but I do think that they're not making mistakes. And this was totally done above board and all. I was like, maybe don't admit that you're not familiar with the case then. Don't say that. Don't say that part. Jennings has um, moved to North Carolina to be with his kids and a very beautiful woman. His wife? Yeah. Is that his wife? Yeah. um and he says he's not it's bitter just a beautiful it's just
1: a random beautiful woman That's well like i didn't the know if it was his started. girlfriend
0: or is she the mother of his five children i don't know oh, i don't
1: know we don't know yeah
0: <laughs> yeah we don't know um did she stick by him 10 years in jail i don't know i wanted no more because they're walking over by a body of water over a bridge yeah. um and then keith he says to keith that he's not bitter and keith says is that real and he's like, no, really, really, because life's too short or something like that. And it's.
1: But then I think it's his turn to sue the city, right? Or maybe that's part of this. If you get this deal, you can't do a lawsuit against this against the city for uh, wrongful imprisonment. I don't know
0: what the rule in California is, period, about suing because some states have different.
1: Well, apparently you can sue if your daughter's case wasn't. I mean, right, that's, you true. know, so who knows? We it's have all... so
0: many law questions in this episode.
1: Yeah, this was a very lawy episode, but it yeah. was it was still very good. Is that how it ends? How do we end? Do we we the... end
0: with a video of of Michelle ominously saying, please don't forget me because I'll never forget you. And it's like a home movie and she's talking to the camera. So it's like incredibly ominous. And I don't know why she was saying that.
1: And she is so pretty, too. Like, she is a beautiful girl. And they, the parents talk about like how much promise she had. And she was a cheerleader and she was like active in the community. And like the dad says, I just would have wanted to see like what what kind of a great citizen she could have been. And I I thought that was a weird choice of words, but I got it. I was like, yeah, because she was going to actually be a good member of this planet gotcha like do or whatever planet clint is Clint creates. on yeah i would have liked to have seen more b-roll of clint and unfortunately we get very little but um i just want to mention briefly the my favorite b-roll if you don't mind yes ever of all time was in this episode mm-hmm. and it's in the park and ride
0: oh god is it my same b-roll too it Say better it.
1: be it better be the forrest gump esque 99 cent store only
0: not forrest gump American um, Beauty.
1: Is that it? American Beauty was the plastic? No, but Forrest Gump has the feather.
0: Oh, yes.
1: And so, But, but American
0: Beauty literally has a bag, a has plastic, the plastic. Bag.
1: But this is a specifically 99 cent store only bag. And I have been to the Antelope Valley 99 cent stores. And so I was like, oh, my.
0: They show it so many times symbolically blowing. And it's at mm-hmm. night and it's on the ground. It's blowing and it's next to like a a drink cup, like a paper cup.
1: Yeah, like a Coke, Coca-Cola cup. Yeah. uh And
0: then so you see this several times, but then all of a sudden you come back to it and the bag is gone and the paper cup is by itself. And because I had seen them so many times together, I had made it in my mind like they were friends or something. I had given. Oh, so you got sad. I had I had um, had get anthropomorphic from, from more sized these um, items and I felt like they were friends and now that cup is all alone because his bag blew away
1: no because the crying Native American came and got that bag
0: but left the cup
1: maybe there was something bad in the cup
0: maybe that bag went and blew under the van where the guy was hiding yeah. caught him red-handed and then was killed for it
1: Mm-hmm. maybe the gun is in that bag and thrown away in the garbage can, and they didn't look in it because they're like, "Oh, that's just ninety nine cents to our only garbage." And where's we don't need her to look cell phone? Where you? It's a really good point. I don't know where the cell phone. If the is.
0: killer took it and drove off, if they had traced it, if it was still on, did they trace f- cell phones in two thousand?
1: They must not have. But also, what is the motive of this crime? Was the mer- the motive to steal the cell phone? No. No,
0: because they didn't steal the purse. And the purse was right there in the car. But
1: was it just to get the phone? Like, give me the phone. Give me the phone. I need a phone right now. And so it was like some...
0: Were phones that expensive Where did they back go? Then?
1: Where did the person with the gun go unless they're under the van? Like, did they no, just run off into the street? No, they're that other
0: car. They're, the car that Victoria saw drive Do we know, off. We
1: don't know what Victoria saw. No, Victoria was high. I don't... Or went... Yeah, I don't, Victoria is probably involved because she's trying to stay, like, there's this other car. She did
0: come forward. She's the one who came forward.
1: Why didn't her friends come forward? Great question.
0: Still under that van. It's been 14 years, Katie. They're still under there.
1: Sorry, also, were they in the van next to her smoking weed?
0: No, they were a little bit like a couple, a row or two away, I think.
1: I have. So why did they do no policing? I have no. What did they do? Just stand there? I don't get it. Well, she was gone by
0: then. She was gone by the time the police got there. It took 15 minutes for the supervisor to get there. So I'm thinking it took longer than that for the police to get there. So I don't know if Jennings did not call the police and just called his supervisor and his supervisor was going to call the police when she got there. Was that the roundabout way? You should have called right away. I don't know what happened. I have many questions. I could have used more animation from Derek.
1: Yeah, exactly. I did. He call the supervisor when he heard the gunshots. Then he called. That's stupid. I'm mad it's, about that. I'm mad at. I don't Jennings know if that was that.
0: instead of calling the police or in addition. But I don't believe it would have taken the police fifteen minutes to get there.
1: Was there something shady going on at the park and ride that the that the manager was like, okay, we don't talk about this. We don't call the cops ever. <laughs> Yes, it was. A- yeah, and if and if Bilbo comes in, Bilbo, oh, Bilbo can come in and park in that far far spot. I don't know why I named the the drug de- dealer Bilbo, but anyways, um, so Bilbo the supervisor Baggins
0: was on the take. Yeah, from Bilbo. Mm-hmm. That makes <laughs> the, sense.
1: The um, the Hobbit drug dealer. Yeah,
0: it uh, uh, totally makes
1: sense. Okay, great. Um, yeah. Do you have a title for this?
0: Um, I was playing around with Park and Die. Oh, yeah, uh, ba with a ball to bang a bang boogie and you kill the girl at the parking and ride. And you upchuck the boogie. Can you you want to write that down?
1: I wrote bomb to the bomb, <laughs> bomb to the bomb song. What about
0: power pointless? Oh,
1: OK, that's good. You have some good titles on this. Look at you go. And then
0: I was playing around with Kid Rock and Sherlock Holmes, but I couldn't get anywhere.
1: Oh, Kid Rock versus Sherlock. I don't know. Mm. Can I guess sure better lock Rock. your car nope dub sorry yep. there, mm-hmm. no. no how about mm-hmm. Clint destroys the world
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yes how about Michelle and the O'Keefe Morrisons that's
0: for good. a band name yeah that's good
1: because her name was Michelle O'Keefe.
0: Mm. Okay. O'Keefe yeah that's good that's it I like it
1: that was it that's the end do you have the alternative theory really quick
0: Kid Rock he thought she was cute at the concert oh he follows her Maybe they were going to... I don't think she was going to meet up with him. I think she had higher standards than that. She was in school. She was trying to make something of herself.
1: But she was also going to extra in a Kid Rock video. Maybe so. just for the money. Yeah, that's true. And maybe just to be in a music video. Because that's fun, right? And she's young. Like, she's yeah. young. Yeah. So,
0: but he, I think he thought something more was happening. Followed her to the park and ride. And then this it all happened down there. And then he drives a two-door Toyota <laughs> And drove off. And that's who Victoria saw.
1: Or, or what about
0: just a weird bouncer from the rock concert who'd like. I mean, it's it. I mean, a, a video shoot. Like a PA. Yeah. But there was probably a security guard to keep the ladies away from Kid until he wanted them to be with him.
1: I really highly doubt that.
0: But it, it was very far for someone to follow them you're saying it's like an hour and a half
1: i am saying that the minute you get to that part of the five you're like no f this (laughs)
0: she's not that
1: hot i'm not going yeah i'm taking that lion's exit i'm getting a taco bell and i'm going home they're not doing that oh dang it we're never gonna know i wish we had an update on this case i don't know how i don't understand the motive in this case if nothing is missing this seems like a robbery so why you wouldn't grab the whole purse unless was the purse somewhere weird in the car? Because she was putting clothes on. Did she have the purse like shoved down and they couldn't see it right away? So they just grabbed the well, phone? Well, it
0: was in the front seat passenger side, I think, on the floor. Then,
1: oh, could they just not see it? Was it too dark to see where the purse was? But they wouldn't take a second to look for it? Did something? When they them? ask
0: her for it instead of just shooting and then taking, why kill someone if you don't have to?
1: Was this somebody else? Was this somebody close to her? Was this somebody who didn't want her to go to the Kid Rock thing? Was there an ex-boyfriend? Do we have any other suspects? All right, I'm going to lose my mind on this. I can't. There's got to be something we're missing. There's like 10 things that we're missing, or we just don't know.
0: Somebody let us know.
1: Is she wearing water shoes? That was our finest.
0: Yeah, the one time we solved
1: something. I'm to cling to that every time that I feel dumb. remember the water shoes we did water shoes
0: thank you everybody um follow us on social media and check out our patreon you get a bonus episode every month of us doing sometimes brilliant stuff like we did here tonight
1: water shoes (laughs) stay safe can i just
0: give myself props that i did not sing hamilton tonight even though he says polymath in one of his lyrics
1: boom you could
0: proud of myself
1: you did sing a kid rock song, so I don't know what stopped Even
0: you. Even prouder about that.
1: That's I'm proud of that because I could not think of one. So you got there. Good for That's you. That's the only one there was. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay safe.
0: So this is an update of us, Katie and Kimberly. A few days later, um, we felt unresolved with this case. Well, I did. This case is frustrating um but a follower named cora in hell on twitter mm-hmm. heard that i was doing the episode she sent me the transcript for the board that was trying to overturn it that looked into the wrongful convictions the what they presented to the judge
1: oh and the, the s- los angeles special yes team okay
0: yes so it's Almost more frustrating when you read this because you there's such an obvious suspect and it's like it's even more frustrating that he was put in jail for that long. Yeah. Oh God. Um. So the girl Victoria that was there that night. So yeah, the
1: juvenile. Yeah. So she's referred to.
0: She was. We were right about that, or we were confused because she looked older in her photo, but maybe Jateline showed an older photo. Um. She was 17 at that time. Okay. So. so
1: was a juvenile. Okay. Yes.
0: Um, but confusingly enough, she also has charges of child abuse um, against another juvenile. So, her hand against a child. So, um, she has quite the history. Oh, my. So, she's a gang member of a gang called Flushing 50s, which is a Bloods street gang. Okay. okay? So... Her history includes things like hitting her uncle with a baseball bat, uh, taking a handgun, pointing it at a neighbor's head and saying, I'm going to kill you. Um, Throwing a cup of bleach in her boyfriend's face during a fight. Uh, Mm. The same year, stabbing her boyfriend in the chest. Not sure if it was the same boyfriend. She's a lovely gal. She's great. I want to hang out with her. She has been charged with attempted murder in 2015. Oh. And was put in jail for assault with a deadly weapon. Anyways, uh, when she stabbed her boyfriend through an open passenger window of the car in which he was seated. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So she had a couple people in the car, three people, unclear who they were because her story kept changing. If it was her four-year-old godson – was apparently asleep in the car while they were smoking weed. But other stories say it was an accomplice, or some stories say it was her uncle. So either a grown man and maybe the her godson is her uncle. Is that possible? In one in those um large families like um or blended families where there's multi-generational like a modern family, if someone old marries someone young and then they have kids, sometimes, like, your your niece will be, like, your aunt. Is that sure. possible?
1: Yeah, so, like, like, in Game of Thrones.
0: Something like that. Is that possible?
1: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: So, the reason this is all not clear is because the police didn't go to her very much and she had different stories. She was arrested for something else and she came to them and said, oh, I know about this thing. She tried to get out of what she was in for by telling stories about that she saw ray jennings that night um and he confirmed like they did see each other that was the truth Mm -hmm. but she one of the persons people in the car was her friend and the other person for sure and the other and they interviewed that friend who did the the board that does the wrongful convictions
1: so i'm sorry the cops did not interview no, the friend that's the night why, of the murder that's
0: why the first three trials that was part of their thing of like well we didn't but you know what the defense could have interviewed them it's like the okay. cops didn't the cops should have um okay. so the friend says she was there but their story they're like none of their stories make any sense and like some of their stories they were leaving as the police were coming and then in some of the stories they left before the police came, the police say they didn't see anyone leaving or they would what, have stopped them. What but, did
1: Ray Jennings say?
0: Unclear. I'm not sure if he knows Victoria. exactly when they left. Yeah. Um, well, was he, he did smoking say weed that,
1: in the car with them?
0: I don't think so. Um, but you never know. But I don't think so. No. I mean, no, I don't think
1: so. Okay. Um, He's just a young guy. That's why I'm... Right. I don't know. Um,
0: okay. I, no, because they had said they were going to leave when they – well, no, or we decided they would leave when they saw the security guard. But learning more about these people, it's unlikely they would leave even if they saw a security guard. So the third person in the car – or sorry, the fourth person, if it's godson slash uncle and then her girlfriend and the girlfriend's boyfriend who mm. is – they're calling him John Doe in this thing. We don't know his name. So – he, oh boy. Okay, so he was 18 years old at the time. He was in the gang of the Flushing 50s. And that's also, a. it's a blood gang, which is important because Mustang is <gasps> blue, which is like... I was just like,
1: going to say, is this because of her, the blue of her car?
0: That's part of what they think it was. So... Um,
1: but it's a special blue, right? It was painted that blue. It was
0: bright, yeah, it was bright blue. Bright blue. Like it was Um, a
1: custom blue.
0: Yeah. So when John Doe was 13, he was placed on petty theft something. When he was 14, he was sent to a camp for committing residential burglaries. And a lot of this is like stuff that I guess the young gang members are known to do to um, get street cred to get into gangs. Like there are some gangs where you like have to shoot someone or you won't get in or you have to rob somebody or you won't get in. So um When he was 16 years old, he was arrested for battery. When he was um, also when he was 16, his girlfriend broke up with him and he paid a man to set fire to the girlfriend's house. Can I hang out with him, too? Yeah. He uh, was in the passenger seat of his car, girlfriend's car. He started beating his girlfriend. Then in 2000, which is the year Michelle died, he was arrested for stealing a white Mustang. Um, same year, he was arrested for a home invasion robbery, and they tried to carjack um, a person's car. They also asked um, if it, the key, the vehicle was a stick or automatic before they um, finished carjacking.
1: Um, what was maybe her if car? it was like,
0: what I don't was know, hers? maybe he didn't know how to drive a stick. Right. I don't so know. So Was her car a stick um, shift? Unsure. Uh, Good question.
1: I'll go back um, to the beginning of the episode, because I bet you it's at the beginning. I don't oh, know if they wow. say,
0: but you could maybe look it up. But he was in that same year, he was arrested for multiple attempted robberies, home invasions and carjackings, including a white Mustang. Four months after she died, he was sent to prison for one or many of these charges. Four months after. Hmm. So like, it's no duh. That it's this dude, right?
1: No duh. The question is, it was why did they stay around long enough for Victoria to talk to the security guard?
0: I'm guessing the shots, they jumped in the backseat of the car, ducked down. She got out and saw the security guard and was like, hey, what was that? And he did, I, did we hear gunshots? And then the security guard was like, I don't know. I'm going to check it out. And then they left. And I, it's unclear if she was in on it. Uh, Jane Doe, who they're calling, which is Victoria. But it is known that she is in this gang, and she also only dates gang members. That's what she said it on her Facebook page at that time. So, like, all of this information was totally available to the cops.
1: So are they on the take from the Flushing 50?
0: That I is didn't the, even think of that.
1: Is it a corrupt office? Like, why in the world would they miss these very obvious things and go after right ray jennings when there's a very obvious and the Mm -hmm. police did speak with victoria right
0: yes and she was weird and vague but they only and they only spoke to her because she was already being held for something else well that's the only reason she brought this we thought it was like oh it's nice she brought this to their attention even though they did say on dateline like she was being charged with something else but i think it was like I don't know if she was going to snitch or she was not going to snitch on that guy. She was she was trying to throw the scent off or she was trying to get the scent off them and get some other guy in trouble at the same time. And if she gets any leniency, if by helping them out, I don't know.
1: What did she tell them? Exactly. She said,
0: she said this. We heard popping. And then and they felt a banging on the trunk. But when they looked, there was no one there. And then they, then she saw the security guard walk over, and she said, "Hey, what was that noise? Did we just hear gunshots or fireworks?" And he said, "I don't know. I'm going to check it out." And that was it.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Oh, but she, she also was...
0: said she also said they she saw a car leave. She also told right. said there so was a guy not... in a. She's placing a totally right. another she's, guy
1: because that sounds like she's bus. not trying to. To place it on the security guard, sounds like she's trying to place it on some other. She's dude. trying to place it on someone invisible. Mm-hmm. Also,
0: there was interesting, like the um, the shell casings didn't match the handgun exactly, and it something like the forensic people that this wrongful convictions unit uses said that when the weapons don't match the ammo perfectly, it's usually because it's underaged gang members who are using whatever ammo they can get their hands on or whatever weapons they can get their hands on. It's usually more inexperienced people with guns that would mix and match like that. Really? So it's like, to me, it's so obvious.
1: It's so unbelievably obvious. What in the world?
0: Yeah. yeah. How and did they had, even... like it and they carjacked all these people with guns. P.S. Did I mention that the same kind of gun? They shot, cause they, no, they shot her because it went wrong somehow.
1: No, they shot her because I guarantee you it's a stick shift.
0: But I don't think they shot him just because it, they couldn't take it. I think it was on drugs and desperate and street cred and probably s- nervous about shooting someone. And it they got freaked. They got s- spooked by something that she did or something like she tried to scream or something. I don't know. And they shot her out of panic. But I don't know. I don't either. I think it probably happens a lot with, like, young people who are trying, like, robbery and they haven't done it that often. They probably do accidentally shoot people because they get freaked out.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I think that she could have made what a What if move they heard made... the
0: security guard coming or they, you know... It could
1: be anything. They could have thought she had a weapon.
0: And you were right about the purse. They said it did look more like a robbery because... The cell phone was gone. The glove box was, was open, but uh, the purse was on the ground on the passenger side, where it was harder to get to. Right. So,
1: so it's too fat. Like no. And the only reason I'm thinking that is because we've seen that before, where like weird stuff is left behind mm-hmm. because they're in a such hurry. a
0: panic. Yeah. Right. Especially after they shoot someone, then they're mm-hmm. really in a panic.
1: I have no idea what the, these detectives were doing. Yeah. What? Why? Maybe they
0: are on the take.
1: Like, I can't, I have no idea why this would not be completely obvious.
0: Wouldn't you think that you're getting a tip from a known gang member who's in jail for something else?
1: I mean, it's the And most... only
0: associates with gang members and even says it on her Facebook page that she only dates and associates with gang members. And she was 10 feet away from the victim that night. Wouldn't you at least look at her and those people that she was with?
1: I, Instead I just, of the security
0: I'm, guard who is a National Guardsman. Right. And then goes into the army. And a, and a father. In Iraq.
1: Right. To fight for his country. What are you talking about? But you This look at is the, so you confusing. Don't
0: look at the f- three slash four gang members that were in a car feet away from the victim.
1: And not only do you not look at him, you file you retry him and retry Three him times. when you're getting hung you, juries
0: yes because there isn't doing enough it.
1: because the jury is smart enough to tell people on these juries are smart enough to be well, like well a
0: few of them that last one was 11 to 1 one person was
1: smart enough that's still one out of 11 was smart enough to be like this isn't enough mm-hmm. something doesn't bode right here that's mm-hmm. just you know what makes me really upset because this is the same thing that happens in 90 day fiance these people just want to be right yes they just want to be right mm-hmm. they don't care like oh they don't care about justice my daughter's gonna be mad at me forever or her- whatever mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm. i just want to be right and i'm gonna marry this person even though i know mm-hmm. they're not right for me and yep, that's exactly I to
0: back down
1: what happens here just this like inability to be like guess what you don't yeah. always have to be right Speaking you made of, a mistake. But not really. But, you
0: know, I always equate 90 Day Fiance to politics and cognitive distance and stuff. Jackie Lacey, the woman in this episode that created that force. Yeah. She's now, like, on such an SH list with the Black Lives Matter people and they're protesting in her office every day to get her fired. What'd she do? She's, like, not hard enough on cops. Mm. Yeah.
1: Because then you have that she did something like this and made this thing. She that did create honestly this that let every Jennings city go free. Yeah, that every city should have something like this, which is a committee that specifically looks into that's in independent committee in with... their jurisdiction <laughs> mm-hmm. that, where their yep. funding
0: does not come anywhere from the Correct. city and the yeah. I do think that 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 convictions unit everyone should have that wrongful convictions unit. Because if there's one guy like this, and there's one guy like Ryan Ferguson, and there's one guy like Brendan Dassey, there's like thousands more, thousands and thousands and thousands more right now.
1: And you saw how fast it was. We see it all the time, how fast and easy it is. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's slow and they're still not getting it right, like with Ray Jennings. Mm -hmm. It's slow. It took years. Mm -hmm. It took three trials. Mm -hmm. Still can't get it right. Yep. But then also I'm I'm upset with Ray for not remembering that he spoke with her. Ray didn't remember I, so I he wish didn't Ray had said. Said, He didn't until they said he Yeah, I
0: spoke. To... No, but once they said I
1: spoke you wait right. about this girl. But they were he's able like, to. he's like, oh
0: yeah, I forgot. I but that, that wasn't girl. the
1: next day. Victoria was there like a couple weeks later. If he had yeah. remembered that night and been like, mm-hmm. did you talk to anyone? Yes, there was a young girl here. Uh-huh. She and her friends were in a Toyota Corolla. We, do you not know what like I'm hot. saying? like right. She was wearing a red for sweatshirt. Minutes. Like I feel like you could have given clues or at least, mm-hmm. but I also feel like Yeah, it's unfortunate. I wish that he had been trained to, like, get license plate numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: Yeah, totally.
1: But I just feel like, also, I don't know why Ray didn't say, you need to wait until the cops come. But him
0: as just a witness of a crime that shouldn't be on him, even though he was a National Guardsman, like, it could have happened to any one of us. It shouldn't.
1: It totally shouldn't. I'm trying to think of any way that this could have- It could make it
0: better, yeah
1: gone a different way for him early but i don't even know if he had remembered her if that would have done any good right i don't think it mattered i think he sunk his battleship when he started giving a lot of information because he was trying to be quote-unquote helpful Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah don't talk to the police without a lawyer people
1: no and i think he went in and was kind of show-offy
0: yeah probably he was chewing that gum awfully cockily
1: cockily chewing
0: he was a cockily chewer
1: Cockily doesn't. I've said sound. it. If I've
0: said it once before, said it.
1: <laughs> chew your gum respectfully. Gun,
0: gum should come with a warning that says, "Don't chew cockily in front of the police,
1: or anyone really." Father-in-law. Also, this product contains
0: aspartame.
1: Kimberly or Katie might judge you for chewing cockily in front of them. Just basically mm-hmm. anyone judgy. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. If you're if you're in question, don't do it. Don't do it. Maybe do it in your car by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> People it's probably don't like that noise on a podcast. Sorry, Ew. everybody. Thank you for that delightful update, Kimberly. Now I can't sleep. That's good. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Now there's even more injustice in this world. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> thank
0: you, Cora in Hell, who's more like Cora in Heaven
1: because she gave you. us this
0: information. Also, thank you to me for reading the article. You're tooting I mean, your can... own horn. I get a lot of articles. Would you like me I to say put thank in you? I the time.
1: <laughs> thank you, Kimberly, for reading the article. No, really,
0: just Cora. Just Cora.
1: And okay. thank you, Kimberly, for reading the article. Oh, I feel like you stop. want it. Stop. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Take care of each other. Bye.